idea behind that. So I'll so be good. more into that. It was so good. And Dracula's hot. Dracula's hot. He's sexy. Is that how we're starting off this podcast episode? <laughs> yep. Dracula's hot. Dracula is hot. And that's what I would like to open up with. Yeah, she's talking about the one from the book, though. Uh, just so you guys yeah. know. Um, not, the not Bram the Stoker show. version. Yeah, Bram Stoker. Like, with his gray hair and mustache delicious yeah what the way they describe his mustache is the funniest shit i know it's I'm just like, like that ruins it for me i have to picture it not like it's that. not at all a sexy dracula i don't know how dracula changed from like that original dracula to being like this debonair guy with like a widow's peak yeah like how did i want to know where that changed occurred. um i think it was a slow change like from the movie right yeah like from the first oh, first old so like the first movie. one they decided to kind of use a guy that I mean, they went with that vampiric look with the widow's peak, and that just evolved from there to kind of, like, gradually sexify those traits. Mm. And I guess, like, even in that first movie, they were like, we're getting rid of that mustache. That's not happening. Well... That is the least scary thing ever. It's a good book. And yeah, I mean, it was his idea, so... I know, <laughs> he can do whatever I feel he wants bad for with him, it. yeah. But it, it is a better idea to have a sexy Dracula. Because, well, like, how does he, like, bewitch everybody, you know? I mean, I know yeah. it's, like, mind control or whatever, but... Yeah, but can you imagine being bitten by a vampire with a mustache? Like, I mean, Ew. you're getting bitten, but you're probably not going to notice because you're getting rug burn at the same time as what's and happening. And you have, like, bits of people stuck in his beard. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, Ew. I know he was going for something. I don't, I don't think he necessarily has to be sexy or anything. I just think that the mustache... Yeah. really takes away from intimidating. It does. It just makes you look, like, ridiculous in my mind. Well, like, mustache... I picture it, and I'm just like, this looks like a dentist. Yeah, <laughs> like, you look funny like a dentist, or you look grubby like a homeless person. Yeah, like, it just depends. I don't know. I've I've seen some pretty hot homeless people in defense. That's of true. <laughs> but, you know, okay, not not homeless person. What was I thinking? Uh, lumberjack. Lumberjack. Which is not threatening. <laughs> It's not threatening. I like that you mixed those two up. Like, will the lumberjacks live again? <laughs> In the trees, Andrea. That's where they... <laughs> I don't think they have houses. No, they carve them out of the hollows of trees and live in them like pixies. And yeah, then they come out and so. murder their I knew own it. homes. I knew it. Yeah, that's lumberjack lore for, y- for y'all. <laughs> You're welcome. Have Speaking of dentist, which we only briefly mentioned in one sentence like a couple seconds ago. <laughs> Speaking of dentist, which we... Oh, yeah. Actually, we have to do our fears first. Yeah. And uh, that's unrelated to the dentist. Sorry, Ren guys. has a thing about dentists. He chose a theme and he loves dentists. So uh, we are doing evil dentists. Yeah, just to give you a heads up, we're still going to tell you our fears of the week first, <laughs> but um, that's how that's related. I have a story, my yeah. fear. So Andrea's fear of the week. What is it? Jealous ex-boyfriends. That's fair. That's a very fair fear to have. So Saturday night, Uh-oh. right? I was doing my homework and I did all my assignments and it was about like 1130 or something, maybe mm-hmm. later. And I was, going, I, was, I was going to go to bed. And then because yeah. I'm an old lady. Well, and it's I need fine. my old lady rest. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, when you have to wake up at like four thirty, it makes sense. Yeah, um, and then my friend Lowen messaged me. He's like, "I'm in Cochrane on my way back from Didsbury because uh, he grows marijuana in Didsbury." Yeah, it's legal here, guys. So you can't call us out on this <laughs> one. Also, we're not doing it. But, he runs you know. a whole business. It's his business. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Canada. Didsbury is in a place called Alberta. Oh, and it's very exotic. It's an Just exotic it. land. Exotic Alberta. <laughs> exotic <Filthy>. Didsbury. 
it's so exotic. Please Google it. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, so he stopped by, right? And so we were just like hanging out for a very short amount of time because I was falling asleep. And my yeah. ex decided to stop by with this like gift. Yeah. Which was sweet. Yeah. But that's sweet. I texted him like, yeah, you know, I'm just here hanging out with a friend of mine who just dropped by last minute. And the whole thing just sort of blew up. Oh. Yeah. Basically, Shit. he just got really upset and. Oh, no. Uh, he's still upset today. So. I don't oh, know. no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hadn't. You. Wow. And I was literally just hanging out with the guy. So I don't know. I don't know. So the guy just decided to drop by. Did he bring you like pot? Is that what? <laughs> no, no. He like, brought me coffee. And see, that's preferable. Yeah. Honestly. And he was going to um, help with one of the assignments, but I finished it. And I was like, okay, I don't need your help. <laughs> Plus I can't. It's plagiarism. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I d- credited um, marijuana <laughs> dealer, comma, Didsbury. 2020. <laughs> like, 2020. Yeah. Please put in APA format. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that yeah, wouldn't work it's out. It's just, I don't know. It was just a weird situation. Yeah. That is a weird situation. It's also, mm, like, so many of the cases, I, I know uh, your ex, like, I know he'd never, ever do anything, like, bad to you, but, like, so many of the cases that we do, like, involve, like, exes killing. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and I'm just well, like, I'm like, oh, you no. know, it's always the one that you don't suspect, so that I'm like, I don't know now. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm sure that, he, like, I know that he wouldn't, but, like, but you never know says. about your past ones, though. <laughs> that's what everybody Well, yeah, says. that's true, but, like, because of his own experiences, <clears throat> which you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, I can't see it. But, um, yeah, no, like, who knows if a random past ex will like pop up sometime and still have a grudge yeah you never know exes so ex-boyfriends they're scary yeah i don't think i have any ex-boyfriends i did but the person is gender fluid now so like not technically an ex-boyfriend and not necessarily i've got an ex-girlfriend and she's really not the murderous type yeah <laughs> <laughs> shout out to sion you're not the murderous type <laughs> That's one thing you can put on your um Resume. your uh, <laughs> what would it be like I've what's never what's murdered. a grinder but for straight people again um, Tinder yeah thank you okay um <laughs> yeah I was like, I'm not put that sure. on your Tinder profile yeah or Bumble Bumble <laughs> she doesn't okay have a Bumble Cupid. profile she's engaged yeah I know I know <laughs> well maybe she does on your Facebook I don't know scandalous not prone to murderous rage it, you it know would, what that's not a bad it'll thing make to you put a lot of friends on your profile. I don't know. It seems suspicious. <laughs> it does. It's just like, are you denying it a little bit too much? Because most people wouldn't think to put that in the first place. So yeah, like, well, why did you specifically say, oh, I, I like the Shawshank Redemption, long walks on the beach. I'm also not prone to murderous rage, I swear. Only once. Mm-hmm. And, and that it was a wasn't long time ago. even that ragey. It was in like 2016. Yeah. Like a long time ago. Yeah, that's like a years. whole four years <laughs> since I've murderously raged. Yeah. So, and I mean, I was just, it was a really bad day. It, yeah. You have to think about mitigating circumstances. Yeah. Like, cancel culture is just putting us all on blast for our mistakes <laughs> we made in the past, <laughs> such as murder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, there, there you have <laughs> so it. So, there you have it. So, my fear, I guess, I have to have one. Yeah, um, you can't just piggyback off mine this time. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Oh, I do have, a like, a fear of other people that I don't know super well, but I do know and who are nice to me. Um, 
I hate that. It's disgusting. I know. Repulsive. No, it's not. It's not <laughs> a fear of like that, like their actions. It's a fear of what if they are being nice and open with me off the bat because they have an agenda. Like, what if they have like very strange relationships with people and they do like rope me into something like you know you never can tell exactly what the signs of that are in another person like I've made a lot of friends online before and like most of them are like like all all of them are great right Mm -hmm. now but like I've definitely had ones in the past who are no longer friends who turned out to be a little mm, evil murderously ragey yeah um (laughs) i don't know like the hidden agenda of wanting to murder yeah or it's just a very strange like thing where i'm just like not sure if someone has a design on me and they're just really really good at manipulating and seeming nice i think that's that's, like paranoia on my part yeah it is (laughs) it is it's yeah I, i know that's okay you can have specific fears i understand generalization fear is not allowed anymore now you have to come up with hyper specific things i I had a weird dream last night i just realized i don't know why your fear reminded me of that but it did oh what was it so i was working at a doctor's office and for each patient you had to fill out one form and then for some patients you had to fill out the second form but the most important question on there was do you take magnesium (laughs) and then if Ah. they said no we had to right there and then make them give us a date that they would make an appointment to go get some magnesium. Like from Shoppers Drug Mart? Like you could just go get it at no. the vitamin store. Yeah, basically we were just like, <laughs> it's you have to you tell need. us you're planning on doing this. Otherwise, we can't let you leave. Like, <laughs> I'm wondering if maybe I'm I mean, deficient in magnesium. I'm, maybe your subconscious <laughs> does have a way of connecting to your gut and being like, there's not enough magnesium in how here. How do we, we gotta tell let her? her now. Yeah. How do we tell her? Oh, I know how. This is the way. All right. It's funny. I regularly (laughs) take very bioavailable magnesium because all Canadians are deficient. I take magnesium gummies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything is gummy form with me. I know. Andrea is a child. Yeah, I can't help it. Yeah, she she really (laughs) only takes her vitamins in gummy form, not like like a six-year-old. It's really funny. They're adult gummies. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Adult gummies. Are they shaped like tits? Like, what What are you talking about? <laughs> They're adult strength. Adult rated gummies. Like they have kids chewable, but those are weak. R-rated. Like, I need the, like, magnesium for big girls. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're short. The kids would probably cover you. Um, it might, actually. It might, actually, yeah. <laughs> so today, we have some evil dentists. Evil dentists. It makes me kind of bad for talking about, like, gummies beforehand but um oh yeah that's true yeah it's kind of brush your mm. teeth if you do what i do and eat your vitamins in gummy form well and these people actually like the victims here i mean and i don't think anyone died i'll tell you all about it but (laughs) um it wasn't their fault because this was evil dentists someone for sure died in my story yeah no i was counting on that I just, I thought this case, like, this guy is so, like, fucked up and interesting and, like, it's very relevant right now. And I'm just like, this is really fucked up because it's, like, something that could totally happen to anyone you'd never know. Yeah. Right? So that's that's why I chose that one. I'm excited Mm. to hear it. Yeah, and there were a lot. Dentists have been up to some shit. (laughs) God. Fucking dentists. Jesus Christ. 
I know, and I don't even have anything. I don't. That's never been a fear of mine. I I loved going to the dentist from no. childhood till now. And now what is I don't with like the it because I'm bored. Dentistry shit now. Yeah, like, so I've people never have had to be that. put to sleep to have a regular ass dentist appointment. Like that's. Stupid. Oh yeah, no, we need someone like that. Yeah, like <sighs> I know. Weird. Okay. Well, I don't. I know to have their teeth cleaned. I know. Honestly, it's more dangerous to go under anesthesia. Oh gosh, so yeah. You might as well just stay awake. It's more dangerous yeah. than having. I mean, I get if you're having, like, something painful, like a root canal or something. Oh, sure, yeah, then you have like, to. Yeah. Or, like, your wisdom teeth removed. Obviously, I went under general yeah. for or that. Even, but, or even some sort of sedation, but, like. But I'm pretty sure sedation dentistry is just for, like, normal dentist appointments. Um, They give you midazolam. Oh, okay. That's um, not. It's a, it's a pretty I mean, it strong a sedative, sedative. But it's not. It's a pre-surgical sedative. Yeah, like, it is. Uh, to, to they usually that. give it with propofol when they do surgeries. But, yeah, yeah I don't know. It's a lot. All right, so let's start off with the Dentist of Horror. Dubbed the Dentist of Horror, the Monster Dentist, and Butcher Dentist, Jacobus van Nierop, also called like Mark van Nierop, um, oh. was a Dutch dentist. Mark short for I Jacobus. For <laughs> Jacobus or Jacobus. I, I don't know. Yeah. I guess. Sure. Um, <laughs> he, uh, was a Dutch dentist, uh, recently jailed for essentially doing horrific things to the mouths of his patients. Ew. And it does get pretty gruesome. I don't, yeah. Yeah. Gross stuff in my mouth. Oh, and the permanency of some of the things that he did. Is, oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm he, ready. he was like 51 years old in 2016. So, he's probably like 55 now, right? During his prosecution, he told the courtroom that he, quote, wasn't interested in people. Me either. And that he couldn't even remember his patients, <laughs> which is extremely unsettling because he mutilated so many of them. Oh, no. So he'd drug the patient, and while they were sitting in his chair, he'd basically go to town doing whatever the fuck he wanted. And a lot of the things he did resulted in broken jaws, constant abscesses, and septicemia for various patients. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. Yeah, if you're leaving the dentist's office with a broken jaw, something has gone really fucking yeah, wrong. Yeah, that's a lawsuit. That's gone wrong. Why? Yeah. Like, okay. how the fuck did he? Yeah. So one of the prosecutors um, in the case, like, when he went to court, um, yeah. Lucille uh, Jairon Brew, I believe, stated that Van Europe's motivations had not only been to take money from the victim's medical insurance claims, which it had been, yeah. but also simply because he took, quote, pleasure at causing pain. It sounds like it, yeah. Yeah. Van Europe also showed absolutely no emotion during the trial and usually just responded to questions by saying no comment, or he wasn't going to answer that. The defense tried saying that he couldn't be held accountable due to psychological problems, but the experts who examined him argued with each other on that point. Like, one said that he showed narcissistic tendencies, which impaired his moral judgment, and that's still not really an excuse. No, because you know people. it's wrong, mm. even if your moral judgment is off. Yeah. You can just go according to laws or something. Like, logic and such. Yeah, yeah, laws and logic and... Yeah, like, I know people with that, with NPD, who logically know something's wrong, so they don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, like... Like, you don't have to feel yeah, you don't that have to it's feel wrong. It. To yeah, not, to know that you shouldn't do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know you shouldn't be doing this. Like, so another stated, um, another expert stated that he was still perfectly aware of what he was doing, which is true. Which is a good argument. Personality disorder is not. It's not psychosis. It's not impaired. Yeah, thinking. It's, it's. Yeah, I mean, it's dysfunctional thinking, but it's. 
yeah, you're you're still like logically yeah, you can still reason capable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not completely. You're completely out of it. Um, yeah. So he once pulled eight teeth from a 65 year old woman in one session. So all at once, eight teeth. And the victim told judges that she was, quote, gushing blood for three days and had no teeth for a year and a half. Oh my god. Mm Mm-hmm. In response to a question about her first appointment with the butcher dentist, from an interview with Vice.com, Sylviane Bouste, the victim, stated, quote, I went to go see him in January 2012. I was already retired at the time. I hadn't been to the dentist for a number of years, and since my previous dentist had retired, Van Europe was the only one available in the area. During that first appointment, he immediately said he wanted to replace all my teeth. I was offered a price estimate, photos, everything. Right at the beginning of the consultation, he injected me with something. He said it was to to rebuild my teeth. You can't rebuild teeth. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the red flag. Yeah, that's not <laughs> how that goes. Like, an injection, too? Like, to rebuild I mean, teeth? The closest you can get is when they put a fluoride thing on your teeth, and that's not an injection. It doesn't rebuild them. Yeah. Um, it was very painful. When he made a mold of my teeth, it felt like he was trying to rip my jaw apart. But once you're in that chair, you're less inclined to ask any questions. So she- were they her last eight teeth? Um, I don't know, right? Like, she's older, but it sounds like the teeth he pulled that, like, quite a few of the eight at least were healthy. Yeah. Were healthy teeth. Oh, God. I know. I don't, I'm not a big fan of teeth things. Yeah, like, teeth pulling is, that's definitely teeth one of my stuff nightmares. Bugs me. Yeah. It is mine, too. I've had nightmares where, like, the whole thing was just me gradually losing teeth. Yeah, a lot of people have that. That's a very common one. Yeah. And, it's like, it's symbolic for something <laughs> emotional, stressful. too, but it's also, like, that really fucks up your face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she also stated that though his approach was brutal, Van Yerop didn't seem like unlikable. Uh, that most and that most dentists do have a callous approach, and that quote, it wasn't until he had his dentistry tools in his hands that he revealed himself to be a torturer. Oh a lot of his patients considered him to be larger than life, as he was typically seen with like this big four by four, his large dog, as well as like a big cigar. He always smoked like big cigars, big Fantastic. fancy cigars. Yeah, and he had like a swimming pool and was living luxuriously, which you're uh, a dentist. That's dude. why I you know. Should have pocket protectors and a mustache. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> you should look like the original Dracula, the one that's not yeah. scary. Um, <laughs> So Van Europe had originally been banned from his dental practice in the Netherlands, uh, a fact which many of his patients obviously didn't know, and had moved, <laughs> yeah, he didn't disclose that, shockingly, and had moved to set up a new practice in Chateau Chinon, in um, a place. <laughs> oh good, that's that place, I know that the place. The area, yeah, the area of Neve, uh, Neve, in this part of the French countryside, and some people call it Nevers. Like, I guess they anglicized it, or maybe, like, it's spelled differently, like, literally never with an S at the end, so. I don't know, guys, but it's it's somewhere in the French countryside. (laughs) And in this part of the French countryside, they'd been screwed over when it came to, like, medical abandonment at the time. So this is, like, happening around, like, 2008 and 2012. Okay. Um, Basically, medical desertion had happened, so they didn't have any doctors or clinics in the French countryside. Where'd they go? I, I don't know. I guess they pulled funding. Or something like uh, France, like 
just abandoned a lot of parts of the countryside. And so a lot of people just did not have medical access to anything, Hmm. right? And so most of this guy's patients welcomed his presence and trusted him. They probably really needed a dentist. Yeah. Despite the strangeness of his, like, purported solutions to their dental problems. Over 100 people were harmed by him. Many, like Sylvain, reported having multiple healthy teeth removed, but others stated that there were pieces of drills left in their gums and teeth, and many were left with distorted mouths and now have permanent disabilities. Oh my god, like he really did get off on this. Yeah, because, I mean... There's one thing there's, to, like, yeah, if you're trying bring to people money, in and say that you have to do all this work and then... And then you don't don't do it. Do. You just put them out, and then we come back up, and they go, and you get money. Mm-hmm. But he also like or obviously like, like one, two, to do shit, like yeah, to cause the most pain. If he's yeah. leaving them disabled too, it's not even just pulling teeth. Like well, broken jaws and broken drill bits jaws. and shit. Yeah, like, like yeah, there's no way, right? Ugh. So his patients uh, would often wake up in the chair to find that little notes had been left for them, (laughs) stating that they needed to come back for further treatment, of course. One of these patients, Nicole Martin, um, a retired school teacher, stated that, quote, every time he would give us what he called a little prick and we were asleep knocked out. When it was over, we would find a post-it note saying to come back for an appointment the next day or the day after. Nicole Martin suffered several abscesses caused by Van Europe's violent procedures and ended up losing multiple teeth as a result of the infection. Fucking nightmare. Mm Mm-hmm. Though he was arrested in France in 2013, in order to escape the trial, Van Europe had fled to New Brunswick, Canada, which no, is great. Come here. I know, right? Where he was thankfully arrested near Fredericton. Oh, okay. From CBCNews.ca. <laughs> When the RCMP officers and members of the Canada Border Services Agency arrived, Van Europe was in the bathroom and refused to come out. That almost never works to make them go away. They're like, oh, well, okay, bye. Bye. I mean, we yeah. can't wait, so. <laughs> yeah, like, that's not going to work out. The, offers, <laughs> the officers obviously forced their way in and found him sitting on the toilet covered in blood. It appeared he had tried to commit suicide, according to a 2014 immigration decision. He was extradited to the Netherlands and then deported to France, and a French court sentenced him to eight years in prison. Eight. He could get up to ten, but, like, that's... I mean, because he didn't kill anyone, but he's, like, that does seem minor for ruining people's lives. Over a hundred. people. Yeah, this is over a hundred people. Yeah. Whose lives you fucked, like... It should be eight years per person. Yeah, I agree. Like, that that sounds fair to me. Yeah. From HuffingtonPost.ca, here's a quote from another of Van Europe's patients... Marie-Jo Lemoine, quote, It's silly to say that, but I say it. It feels good. He will have time to think about us. But, as for the rest, nothing has changed regarding what will be given in terms of compensation. It won't be enough to repair the harm he caused. During the trial, the lawyer for one patient told the dentist his client was just waiting for apologies. Van Nierop replied, quote, I have no feelings anymore. So, if I was offering my apologies today... I would be lying. So he's a true psychopath. Yeah, or something. Like, I have no idea what's going on there. But it sounds like like if you have no regrets for doing this to 100 people, over 100 people, like, yeah. a little committee was formed, actually, um, by Nicole, the oh, okay. Nicole yeah. Martin, yeah, for victims of him. And there were, like, over 120 people who joined it and had grievances to air. So, so then they could have done like a class action. They they kind of I think that's what they did that probably prompted 
the original like like people looking into it in the first place, right? Okay. I don't know though for sure because it's it's very fuzzy with that detail, but it's like yeah, no, Maybe a lot of people still... felt uncomfortable. Coming if this forward. was like 2016, yeah, then it's probably like there's probably still some legal shit. Yeah, like this shit takes forever. It does, and like <laughs> a lot of people didn't feel comfortable coming forward until after they'd heard he'd been arrested, right? Because he was the only dentist in the area. Yeah, he's a rich guy. Um, you've got no options. You're in a small town. Like there's just a variety of things. Although I would think. You don't want to go to him after, you know, the first patient them, has abscesses and shit. A lot of them did stop after a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Like you get – as soon as you're like, okay, wait, my teeth are bad, but they're like – Still better off they're than better a broken be- jaw. They're better than before going, so – Better than having a drill stuck in my face. Yeah, Or like, like having uh, them all removed, including healthy ones. Yeah. Like at least they're still in my face. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Yeah. When I was researching this, there's like another dentist who pulled all of this kid's teeth. Like, um, this I think the guy was actually 21, um, autistic, had three bad teeth that needed to be pulled. Yeah, and this wasn't the same doctor, different one. Um, so he had three specific bad teeth needed to be pulled. His mother told him to tell dentists exactly which ones he did, and the dentist. I think sedated him and pulled out all his teeth, every single tooth. I have no fucking idea. Like, 28 teeth. Are they just, like, like, is it sadism or... I don't know. Apparently that happens a lot to disabled people and older people, too. Like, I I saw a lot of cases like that, and I'm like, that's a nightmare. What the fuck? Because that makes your, like, face cave in and such. Yeah, like, your mouth does not look right anymore. No, because there's no bone support there. It's really really oh, cruel God. and awful to do that. Gross. I don't get it. Gross. I think I think they were trying to get more money because they get paid per teeth pulled. So. Yeah, but that's which You're just going to lose thing. all of your fucking customers. Yep. Like, yeah, you get more money for that one visit, but probably get sued and have no clients. Yeah, and it's evil too on top of that. Like, so yeah. don't do also, that to an autistic person. <laughs> yeah, like don't your conscience to too. Yeah. Sorry. That was also point i think it's important (laughs) is that like yeah you should also not be evil is the thing yeah (laughs) so mine like i was looking at a bunch right and there a bunch where like the dentist actually killed or or hurt someone during doing the dentist work yeah this one's not that but he is a dentist (laughs) (laughs) that's how that ties in i really wanted to tell the story when i read about it i was like oh but there are trigger warnings for child death Oh, okay. And actually baby death. Oh. Oh, I think I, I think I heard like about this one when it's I was researching sad. too. That's it's really depressing. Yeah. There so was this really good that, one guys. that I came across, but somebody wrote a book about it and then therefore they removed all the info off of the internet and the only way you can hear about it is with this book. And the book, what? it's like a dentist that took place, like it was like, it was an older one. It was like a historical one, I think. Mm-hmm. And it like he beheaded a guy or something. Like, Whoa. That's all I saw, but I, I, there's no information. So I am going to get that? that book, read it, and then do it on this podcast. Yeah. I just have to find the book. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And so honestly, I'll work on that, everybody. Yeah. Because I know you want to hear. I do. How do you slip with the drill that bad? Right? He's just really clumsy. He wasn't mean. He's, he just <laughs> accidentally bed someone with a tool with he like felt the really bad after. with the polishing instrument. Yeah. Like slipped. <laughs> and kept slipping over and over until that. <laughs> like that'd be really difficult. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this one is Dr. Burt Franklin. Okay. So Dr. Burt Franklin was a dentist in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and was incredibly successful. He and his wife had 
um, and his four daughters lived in a $1.3 million home. Okay. So he was wealthy. Pretty well off. Dentists do make good money, so. Yeah, I guess um, so. In 2016, though, everything went to shit. Oh, no. He had been secretly dating a woman named Roxanne Randall for a year. She had been one of his patients, and he had charmed her. Dentists are the most charming of them all, as we know. Super charming. <laughs> and she lived in Oklahoma City with her 19-month-old son, Lincoln Henry Lewis. Mm -hmm. And when she met Bert, he told her that he was in the middle of a divorce. So that was why they could be together, right? Yeah, so he bullshitted but he that wasn't. one. Yeah. yeah. He actually maintained two separate, like, social media accounts. Right. Probably Facebook is what they're saying. But yeah, probably. Roxanne was totally into Bert, but Lincoln took her took priority over everything, right? Like Which her makes son. sense. This is your child. Yeah. yeah. He had been premature. I saw pics and he was actually totally adorable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was really cute. Being um, premature is common, actually. It's not like yeah, like you're he not was necessarily fine at this point. gonna have issues. Yeah. No, he was 19 months old, so he was he was fine now, and he was super cute. Bert didn't like him though because he didn't like his biological father. And he actually said at one point that he wanted to skin Roxanne's ex and cut off his penis, which is a red flag. That's a really big red flag. Like, that's quite the... That's a lot. Anger. Yeah. Like, okay, dude, you're still married. You can't yeah. be possessive over Roxanne. Yeah. Go away. She, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, like, it doesn't sound like the guy did anything. I don't know if they knew no. each other personally, but... No, it was probably just jealousy, right? Yeah, probably like... was. Bert would tell his friends that looking at Lincoln was a reminder of this guy he hated, so it irritated him since Lincoln looked a lot like his father. Oh. Roxanne apparently didn't know this, and she trusted him with Lincoln. Oh, no. On July 16, 2016, Bert was staying over, and Roxanne was upstairs and heard a loud thud. She went downstairs, and Bert said he'd thrown a ball for the dog, oh. and that was what the sound was. And Lincoln was just on the couch, and Bert said he was asleep, and it looked like he was sleeping on the oh, couch. Oh, God. So. Later on that night, Roxanne carried Lincoln up to bed, and he just seemed really sleepy. Yeah. So everything she thought was fine. But in the middle of the night, she heard him coughing and then realized he was struggling to breathe. And when she went to him, he was just limp. Oh, no. Yeah. So they brought him to the hospital, and they said his skull was badly fractured and it, uh, in two places. So he had two fractures in his skull, oh and God. he had internal injuries from those. Oh. Obviously, Bert said he didn't hurt him, and she knew she hadn't, yeah. but she remembered the thud and told the doctors to keep Bert away. So she was getting suspicious, right? She was worried. Well, no one else could have done it, right? Yeah. Exactly. Unless, like, Unless he, and he would have to accidentally... Like, yeah. Drop a baby. <laughs> like, Yeah, well, he'd have to accidentally, like, if it was an accident, like, I don't know. usually just tell someone if you were like, oh, I saw the baby fall off of something or yeah. accidentally drop them. Like, yeah. Like, if Lincoln f accidentally fell down the stairs, it's different. And yeah. she would have heard more than one. Th I don't know. Yeah. So they couldn't save him. The autopsy revealed his brain had withstood trauma and swelling, and he had hemorrhaging in both eyes because of the two skull fractures. Oh. Oh, my God. I know. A doctor called the cops because Roxanne couldn't explain it, obviously, and the injuries were consistent with abuse. Right. Um, and Bert was brought in for questioning, and his story didn't add up, and then his double life was discovered. They found Ooh. footage from surveillance cameras at Roxanne's house from when she heard the thud, and it showed Bert walking down the stairs holding Lincoln, who looked alert and normal. Mm -hmm. Then he places Lincoln down in the living room. Oh, no. He's out of view of the – like, Lincoln is out of view of the camera because of a dividing wall in the living room. Yeah. And then Bert – 
goes and takes a slice of pizza from the kitchen and grabs a bottle for Lincoln. And a small dog is following him as he goes back to the living room and he makes an obvious kicking motion. Oh my God. And then you can see him bend down and he seems to pick something up with both hands and throw it to the floor. (gasps) And so they're thinking that was Lincoln. Oh my God. And apparently it's gotta have been right. Like What else? Yeah, like... (laughs) Then you see him carrying a limp Lincoln in his arms, and he goes and grabs another slice of pizza, all casual. What? Like, so the guy, the kid's just like, uh, the baby's just draped in his arms. I just murdered a baby. It's fine. Go get some pizza. Like, well, he wasn't okay. dead yet, but yeah, like, I've, I just injured this kid. Beat the shit out of a child. Yeah. Bert told them that he was kicking the dog, because the dog, like, was known to misbehave a lot, which is <laughs> not good either, not but great. Uh, I get why. <laughs> I know why he was saying that. He was trying to, like, yeah. yeah. But they were pretty sure he kicked the boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I and mean, then, does the dog have multiple fractures? Exactly. If not, like, then. the dog <laughs> seems fine. So, and then, then he picked him up and threw him to the ground. So, uh. he was arrested, obviously. Then, in 2017, he was supposed to go to trial, but while he was in prison, he tried to get some other inmates to help him organize a hit on the outside. <sighs> Basically, he wanted Roxanne dead, so she couldn't testify against him. And he managed wow. to trick his wife, Siobhan, who, by the way, stood by him this whole time. Oh, wow. Uh, and she managed, he managed to trick her into giving him the $300 to pay for the hit because apparently that's – Wow. Uh, okay. He was getting a really good deal. So uh, – <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Right? Poor I Roxanne. She did not sign up for this. No. And Siobhan's just crazy. Um, oh, I wouldn't stand by someone who, like – he obviously proved himself insists, to be that untrustworthy. Exactly. She insists that he couldn't have done it. Mm. Like, she's like, he made a mistake by having an affair, mm-hmm. but I can forgive him for that. But there's no way he would have hurt the baby. Um, And then, like, and she and her daughters just pray for him, which is one thing. Like, if you want to okay. pray for someone that you love. But it's another to be like, he didn't do it. That's just an insult. Like, you can't just like I mean, have a loved one die. Like, uh, like, someone else has a loved one die and you say well yeah but it wasn't this person that like i guess there's a small possibility it wasn't him but it's like really i don't it's know like almost man. not there's like yeah i've seen cases that had way more doubtful situation than this like this was this is pretty pretty conclusive yeah <laughs> there is like a little bit of doubt because of that wall but that's about it yeah so it's her yeah Ugh. um So he used a cell that had been smuggled in to give step-by-step directions to Roxanne's home. Mm -hmm. And he told them how to avoid her security cameras. Yeah. But the inmates he talked to were informants for the police and they reported him. (laughs) (laughs) Probably Uh, why they just said like $300. Yeah, probably. It was never going to happen. Yeah. I think that's – wow, though. Like – I guess that's another point too, right? Like he ordered a hit later. So I'm surprised that anyone could still think that he was a good – guy right like right like people can pretend to be good people really well but he ordered a hit <laughs> he ordered a hit so if and anyone that had one is like, about killing the baby then exactly like there's no there shouldn't be any doubt yeah and i don't know if siobhan is still yeah i don't know i mean <laughs> he got her in on it and she's like oh it's okay sometimes good people order hits it's <laughs> like <laughs> Uh, He's just really angry and he made another mistake. Uh, that's a really big mistake, man. Well, and she was like, he made a mistake with the affair. Well, the affair lasted a year. That's that's not a that's mistake at that point. A you know very what you're doing. big repeated mistake. Like That's a very on purpose mistake. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So um at his two thousand oh no wait. 
Yes, he was charged with conspiracy to commit first-degree murder because of the hit. Yeah. Um, at his 2018 trial, he was called a baby murderer, which is accurate. <laughs> and that basically the case was that it was his hatred of the biological father that motivated the assault. And he would actually get jealous whenever Roxanne put Lincoln first. And Lincoln looked like his dad, like I said. So it's funny, though, because the cameras that caught him were installed by him to keep an eye on his mistress. What? Yeah, which is weird. That's creepy, too. And they did use the video in the trial. And it did look like it showed either a hand or a foot appearing just above the dividing wall when he did the, the weird throwing motion. Shit. Like, you can't be sure, it sounds like, but... Yeah, it, but that's what it looks like. It looks like. like it's a child's hand or foot. Oh, no. In September 2018, they found him guilty of first-degree murder and recommended life in prison as well without the possibility of parole. Good. Yeah, so he got life in prison without possibility of parole for the murder. And then it was also recommended that he get life for attempting to kill Roxanne. So he actually got life for both of those. Yeah, and So no sense. possibility of parole, so he'll be in there. Good. For at least five more years or so. <laughs> God. <laughs> Good behavior. and Ugh, um, I hope not. <clears throat> he killed a child. Yeah, no, I just... I know, I know I what you mean. I just get irritated. With I know. The, with yeah. the sentencing thing. I know, right? Like, someone will have murdered, like, five children, like, raped 20 women, and then they'll be, like, sentenced to life, but, yeah, good behavior. They're out two years later, and you're yeah. like, um... Hmm. And then people, like... No. <laughs> who commit tax fraud are in jail for, like, 25 years. Yeah, no in the chance States. of ever leaving. Like, what the fuck? Right? Like in the States, if you smoke pot, you'll you'll be in there for longer. Than if you rape somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Like Priorities, good. Seriously? Nicely done. What the fuck are they even thinking? I now don't I'm just understand. Getting it's a prison industrial perturbed. complex, and that's a whole other political issue, which will probably come up in your course, and I can tell you all about I'm it. I'm going to backhand somebody. It's <laughs> Knowing about these things is actually, like, definitely depressing. I know, um, and it's actually, like infuriating like i just am angry yep at the thought of that that somebody who rapes someone gets less time than if they cheat the government out of money yep because the government doesn't give a shit well no because they care about their government doesn't lose money over rape so they don't fucking care like yeah they don't uh, care as much about women as they do about money yep I hate them. Anyway. Women and other victims. Yeah. Yeah, you hate them too. Everybody hates them. Let's just talk oh, yeah. about our hatred of the government. I'm, I'm good at hating the government. That is one of my main qualities. That's on my Tinder. <laughs> I know it my is. My grinder That's your and grinder my Facebook. Profile. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't have any of those. Yeah. If you guys have annoying government and cop stories, just send them on over. We Two get siblings flooded. at gmail.com. Yeah. They're just like, <laughs> this is it. This is the this is the theme that I. <laughs> yeah. That really resonates. Our entire, yeah, we just run out of inbox space instantly, like, in two minutes. Because everyone's got a grievance with one of those two things or both, I guarantee. Yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah, email us at twoscaredsiblings at gmail.com with any uh, eerie stories or grievances with the government. And, um, yeah, (laughs) please, that'll be fun. Oh, yeah, we got more, I think we got more emails about things to say okay so we'll, so we'll be catching up on the that next couple ones or whatever yeah. yeah yes we'll catch up on those for you guys and you should visit our patreon it's pinned to the top of our twitter which is at two scared sibs and you can go to patreon.com slash two scared siblings if you hate twitter yep <laughs> which is fair honestly <laughs> so now we're gonna give you a good night kiss Mwah. sleep well